0: Are you sheltering in place, isolated, feeling alone? <coughs> well then, you're just like us. Hit me. From Studio P in Sausalito, the home of the quarantined hit, it's time for... suck a tash shut in. The Soundcast stimulus package featuring snippets from comedy... Soundcast. And now, here's your host for this episode, Tyson, Tyson Sainer! In. Sainer. In.
1: Sainer. In. Saner. In, Saner. In, Saner. In Saner. Estes me, Tyson Sainer. Welcome to Succotash Shut-In, as this soundcast continues to be known into this new year, which is 2021. Welcome to Epi 236, the first show of 2021 that I have hosted, how has your year been so far? Yeah, I I feel you. We carry on because we must. And as we do, some of us look for distractions. Soundcasts, or podcasts as much of the world still refers to them, are one such type of distraction. Comedy is another type of distraction entirely. In fact, it is multiple types of distractions due to the subjective nature of comedy. Some of the content this Soundcast samples for you will be funny, but not to all of you. Technically, I'm not necessarily looking for funny content as I gather clips. I gravitate toward listening to people I find interesting. Maybe that's how you feel about it as well. Last week in Epi 235, my Soundcast co-host, or every other show host, Mark Hershon, brought you a quartet of clips from the Soundcast's Fantastic with Dana Carvey, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, Auntie Donna Podcast, and From the Oast House with Alan Partridge. It was a great episode, and I encourage you to listen to it if you have not already. It can be found on the show's website, www.succotashshow.com, as well as on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Laughable, and YouTube, audio only. This week at b 236 I've got clips from Love, Alexi, Strange Times, and In the Envelope, the Actors Podcast. I've also got a strangely topical advertisement from our longtime fake sponsor, Henderson's Pants, and a reading from what will presumably be some of the last entries posted on TrumpPoetry.com. I have referred to TrumpPoetry.com many times over the years as the 100% fake sponsor with the 100% real website because I really want people to visit the website and appreciate the awesomeness of the work contained on it, created by Joe Paulino. It has been a hell of a journey. So let's get to the clips. First up, Love Alexi a talk show for your ears and heart, from Alexi Wasser. The show description says, My name is Alexi Wasser. I'm a writer, director, actress. This is my podcast, where I speak to creative people who inspire me and discuss who they are, how they got there, sex, love, dating, feelings, life, and everything in between. I went back to 2016 for this one. In fact, December 21st is when the show dropped. I imagine it was recorded around that time features guest from Starburn's industry and community, Dino Stamatopoulos. In this clip, they talk about that one time Mr. Stamatopoulos was almost a cast member of the show, I Love Dick. Then there's a,
2: a first rehearsal in New York that they fly me out to. And, um, and it's the last test because Amazon wants to make sure because it's, it's a big part. And I've never had a big part before. And I said, sure, I understand that. And I'm supposed to... Um, and we get on a big email chain with everyone, and it's a real actor and it's like, oh, can you believe it?
1: Woo-hoo! Wee! Oh.
2: You know, we're <laughs> going to have so much fun. We're going to take off our shoes, and, and uh, you know, um, and let's introduce each other, and everyone's doing goofy introductions. And I write, well, I guess I, I got this part unless I show up, you know, with... Uh, uh, a lampshade on my head and read the lines backwards or something, you know. Oh, no. And uh, and they were they were like, ha, 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 and they were joking about that. So, uh, I uh, email the lead actress who I'm supposed to be married to, and I say, hey, let's get together for dinner beforehand, because we're supposed to be married. Let's talk a little bit. You know, and we meet at my favorite French restaurant, which is Lucien. Oh, where's that? Now, on First and First in New York. Uh-huh. Oh, I have really not I've been good, there. I've been really about, good, Oh, my God. Wait, don't you live here most of the time? Yeah. Okay, I was wondering how often you're there. We keep going. So we go there, and I say, you know, let's just talk. No wrong answers. She's like, I love it. No wrong answers. And um, so, oh, I left out a big part, by the way. When I was in Chicago, and this is before I got the call from Jill Soloway, uh, I met a fan who had heroin. And I'm like, I never tried heroin. And he's like, try it. So. I try the heroin, and I hate it, and I feel sick. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, fuck fuck heroin. I, I don't like it. Yeah. But I wanted to try it once, because I never tried it. Uh, so now you know where this is going. Uh, we we meet at Lucian, and, uh, and I say, you know, I'm not supposed to really be drinking right now. And she's like, oh, please, we're all going to be drinking tequila in Marfa, Texas, and everything. And I'm like, all right, I'll have a cup. I had a couple glasses of wine with my meal. And... And we started talking, and she started talking about how her brother was an ex-heroin addict. And and she also worked with Philip Seymour Hoffman, who died in the middle of their project. And I said, well, you know, this is weird, but I tried heroin for the first time the other day, and I hated it. And she freaked out. Oh, no. And at that moment, I knew, it's over. Oh. And I said, you don't want me to do this, do you? And she's like, it's not up to me, it's not up to me. And I'm like, all right, okay. And we had dinner i paid but i knew <laughs> oh man well that makes me like you <laughs> thank god okay keep going thank you for including that okay keep going keep going but i knew like you know oh fuck so i'm waiting all night for the email saying don't come in the next morning and i it never comes and so i walk in to this rehearsal it's at the new school and uh Uh, Kevin Bacon's there. We hug, uh, you know, everyone's, you know, happy. I'm like, all right, well, I guess whatever. So then the actress, uh, Jill walks in, hugs me, all this. Then the actress walks in. She, she's a little distant and then, um, then her and Jill are gone and the stage manager comes in, this woman, and she's like, do you, uh, do you have stuff? I said, what do you have stuff? I'm like, what do you mean? Did you bring a bag or anything? Yeah. Oh, why, don't you, uh, why don't you grab it and follow me? Oh, my God. I'm like, okay, this is <laughs> and, it. <sighs> and we walk uh, outside, and it's me and Jill and her. And she's like, why would you do that? I said, I don't know. I guess I'm dumb. I, she's like, I, you know, I can't hire you now. And I'm like, look, I'm sorry. And I didn't even want the part, oh, really. fuck. But I, yeah, it was just humiliating. You know, and um, and then I'm thinking, well, what is my agent going to think? What does Amazon think? You know, what do they <laughs> like, think? What did they think? Uh, well, my agent, you know, is my agent. So, what is he going to say? He's like, eh, well, no, yeah, I don't know, whatever. Those are the breaks, uh, <laughs> and uh, huh? I don't know what he thinks. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. And Amazon, actually, I was up f- to write something for an Amazon show, and the the head writer loved me. And, the, and then uh, my agent said, Amazon wants to meet with you. And I'm like, is it because they think I'm a and, – uh, and I went and met them and they seemed nice and they didn't mention anything. But I think they wanted to see if I was like struck out oh, or something. God. But I ended up not getting it. Um, but I don't know why uh, exactly. Yeah. But um, –
3: Holy yeah. shit.
2: And what do your friends say about that if you had just not said that thing at dinner? Yeah. They, everyone thinks I'm a moron. <laughs> but I I can't help it I you know I I just say what's on my mind. Have yeah. you have you talked to anybody since? Have you talked to Jill Soloway since or no the actor or anything or no? They she no, no. Uh, she emailed me once saying I hope you're okay, and uh, you know I mean everyone was really nice about it, but they they just you know Jill Soloway has a, a, a problem you know I mean she has an issue with addiction, you know. Yeah.
1: And um, and I think the, the lead actors did, too.
2: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Holy shit.
1: Now, Love Alexi is apparently archived on Nerdist.com. So you can find it at archive.nerdist.com. Um, both Alexi Wasser and Dino Stamatopoulos apparently are not on Twitter. At least Alexi Wasser does not appear to be. But you can go to her Instagram, which is her name, A-L-E-X-I-W-A-S-S-E-R, And there is what looks like Dino Stamatopoulos' Twitter uh, account, which is still on Twitter, but is just capital S-T-A-M-A-T-O-P-O-U-L-O-S. Next up, Strange Times from Davian Dent, which of course is described as a weekly comedy and satirical podcast presented by Davian Dent, Kat Sorens, and Dom Risk. Yes, longtime listeners of both Suckatash Shut In and Suckatash, the Comedy Soundcast Soundcast form, will recognize Strange Times, the soundcast. We've had Davian Dent on as a guest before on Suckatash as well as um, on Antisocial Show. Had him on there at least once, maybe twice. I think at least once. I think we're due for another visit if he'll do it. That would be great. Anyway. The clip is from the most recent episode as of right now, from January 12th, 2021. It's episode 369. It's called Lost in Translation, the episode. The description of the episode is extremely brief. It says, um, something, something, something bacon sandwich. And in the clip that I've got for you, this trio discuss the biggest news story of the new year and how they are reacting to it across the pond, as it were. Davian, how was your lovely week? My lovely
4: week has been relatively, uh, free from stress and aggro, frankly. Um, um, to be honest, which is, um, nice actually. Uh, no, no major drama. Uh, first week back at work, which was obviously a bit of a shit bag, but you know, um, it only took me a most of the first day to remember how to be nice to people on the phone and not constantly call them cunts. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, it's all right. Nothing major to report, really. Um, uh, balls deep in audio editing at the moment because we've got a twelve episode run of the skewer starting on Monday. Uh, no, actually, oh no, when does it go live? Oh, sometime next week. Uh, but yeah, 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 yeah been um, nuts. I mean. It's not as if there's been much in the way of content, Nick, from the news in the last week. <laughs> Fuck me. It's been a bit quiet the last few days, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's been barely a whisper of uh, Orange 45 being a complete and utter fucking insurrection encouraging camp. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> I'm lying. So, fuck me, yeah, uh, when was it Thursday that it all kicked off? Was it Thursday or Wednesday? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah we never counting the Electoral College votes. Um, yeah. Um, fucking, yeah. So, the I mean, first piece of ridiculous... i oh, thought sorry, do you want to go? I'd love to go, but I've got to do the show first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, just watching those... Um, um, I was about to say protesters, but let's call them terrorists, cause that's what they are. Um, or, 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 to use less syllables... <laughs> cunts, uh, what, watching those cunts invade, um, in, invade, pathetically, break down the doors at Capitol Hill building thingy. Um, yeah, while the police conveniently weren't really there. Well, there weren't any yeah. black people there, so there's no point in having police guns. Yeah, I know, I know. Like Black Lives what... Matter protests, they had fucking tear gas and fucking MRAPs and fucking everything out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These kids turn up, oh, there's one guy with a spud gun and another one with a walkie-talkie. Like, all oh, right, in you go, fellas. Yeah. 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 Remember, is 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 a scuffle, not a riot, because of the uh, the skin tones. Yes, mm-hmm. indeed, indeed. That was so, a protest. Um, uh, yeah, so <laughs> I've been uh, monitoring the news very carefully since um, for content for the skewer coming to BBC Sounds and BBC Radio Four. Um, <laughs> God, that's a real announcer's voice, wasn't it? And now raping children on BBC Radio. Oh no, I'm never going to get a DJ job if I keep saying <laughs> stuff like that. Am I? <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyway, um, so, yeah. Yeah, have been carefully monitoring the news. And um, I'll be honest, when I first saw this shit kicking off with the Capitol building, um, I found it like, a little bit scary and stuff. Not not, not so sort of like, like threatening scary, but scary as in, how are these idiots getting away with it? Why hasn't uh, the first sign of like like more than 50 people turning up there looking a bit tasty? Um, mm. Why weren't the fucking big guy well, I – I mean, like, we answered that uh, a couple of minutes ago. There were no black people present. So um, um, it was just scary, though. And then Trump doing his best to um, prove himself to be more of a fucking-ass twat than he proves as well. I mean... Um, <laughs> That's I, a high bar. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, he will say, oh, yeah, go home, go home. But it was still a fake election. But, no, it wasn't. It's been legally... and. In any fucking way you can imagine being proved, it hasn't. he's going to take that to his deathbed, isn't it? And, um, yeah, do yeah, you know should. what? Do you know what? I am going to risk a few karma points here. I hope his deathbed comes in fairly soon. I don't yeah. say that lightly. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that, that I want though, to kill him or that I would want him the IRS $100 million of personal debt, which he can't shed. So that's, um, I'd like to see him bankrupt, and I'd like to see Mar-a-Lago and all these Trump buildings just fucking being sold. That'd be excellent. Well, he's like, sort of, oh, little Donny's outside. Oh, I've got a bit more money, and Deutsche Bank saying, yeah, we well, owe us four hundred million dollars, fuckface. Where is it? Or um, what you yeah. could, what what you could do is you could turn the Trump Towers into a refuge for um, homeless black people. He'd love that, wouldn't he? Yeah, that well, they cool. would. Well, well, yeah, they would. into uh, a refugee geez. center. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, and uh, and uh, now he's breaking with tradition and saying, oh, oh, "Oh, I'm not going to the inauguration handover." And uh, well, I mean, like like Biden Biden, uh, Boogaloo, whatever his fucking name is, he's a bit of an unknown quantity in as much as we don't really know what he's going to be like. But he did Obama, b- but 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 he did say, but he was really cool um, um, with him saying, "Well, do you know
1: what? It's the only thing we agree on." I'm glad he's not coming. Uh, Their main website is www.strangetimeshow.com. You can find the show on Twitter at capital S-T-R-A-N-G-E, capital T, capital S-H-O-W. Davian Dent can be found on Twitter at all lowercase D-A-V-I-A-N-D-E-N-T. Kat Soren's uh, account, I believe, is uh, at M-A-B-V-U-K-U, but I think the account is suspended. And Dom Risk is at Dom Risk, all lowercase D-O-M-R-I-S-K.
0: This is the sound of power. This is the sound of confidence. This is the sound of style. This is the sound of liberty. This is the sound of security. This is the sound of Henderson's Pressure Cooker Pants. In today's world, the simple act of living your life can unexpectedly lead to serious, even lethal consequences. That's why you need Henderson's Pressure Cooker Pants. The power of heavy-duty stainless steel plating, combined with the flexibility of airtight silicone gasket sealants, create a fit that's comfortable, stylish, and able to withstand near-field medium to moderate explosions without missing a step. Fight back. Put the power of the pressure cooker to work for you. With Henderson's DHS approval-pending pressure cooker pants, slacks, and athletic wear. Originally designed for executive chef assistants, marathon runners, and the military, Henderson's pressure cooker pants are available wherever fine culinary accessories and army surplus and survival gear are available. That's Henderson's, cooking up the best in protective fashion wear since 1863. And now, back to more of suck Thank you. This episode of Suckatash is sponsored in part by TrumpPoetry.com, a chronological ode to a fake muse. Enjoy a rhyming spin on the news of the day every day, as well as over 500 archived daily verses thoroughly covering the White House, America, and the world with a sticky caramel coating that's impossible to remove. That's T-R-U-M poetry.com. Everything you need to know in rhyming couplets. Trump poetry.
1: Yes, TrumpPoetry.com. So I've got a bit of a selection for you this episode, being as this will be one of the last episodes to feature TrumpPoetry.com. Presumably, as I said in the intro, um, anything can happen at this stage. We'll see what happens, as Orange45 would say. The first one is from the first of the year. So it's from January 1st, 2021. It's number 19 counting backwards, and it goes like this. Staring at the TV in a daze, celebrating in more subdued ways. For some, it's quite clear the real New Year begins in just 19 more days. Yep. And then, on the 7th, number 13. A call to arms, a march to stop the steal. And then, what Rudy calls trial by combat, disrupts the House and Senate's sacred format. A terrorist in Mitch's seat. Surreal. A coup attempt results in people dying. A nation holds its breath. A world observes. A demagogue makes clear just who he serves. Followed by governmental speechifying. Unlucky us with 13 days to go. The 25th Amendment in our dreams. Unfit to lead. Too sick to leave, it seems. What some of us knew all along, you know. Four years, McConnell bowed to Trump's authority. And for his efforts, lost Senate majority. And i got a couple more short ones. From the 8th, number 12. His calling for calm? I don't buy it. Impeachment? I think we should try it. He was cheering them on. He deserves to be gone. That asshole incited a riot. (laughs) Yeah. And then skipping ahead to the 14th, which was just a few days ago from when I'm recording this. Number six. That small-handed lying-ass boaster got a double impeachment spit-roaster. He was hoping for his face on Rushmore, but may end up on a wanted poster. Right? Right. And our final offering tonight is a soundcast called In the Envelope, the actor's podcast. From Backstage, its show description says, Backstage has been the number one resource for actors and talent seekers for 60 years. In the Envelope, Backstage's podcast features intimate, in-depth conversations with today's most noteworthy film, television, and theater actors and creators. This is your guide to every aspect of acting, from voiceover and commercial work to casting directors, agents, and more. Full of both know-how and inspiration, In the Envelope airs weekly to cover everything from practical advice on navigating the industry to how your favorite projects are made to personal stories of success and failure alike. Join host Jack Smart awards editor at Backstage, for this guide on how to live the creative life from those who are doing it every day. The clip is taken from an episode from July 16, 2020. Going back a ways, the show is split up into two interviews. first half is with Eugene Merman, and the second half is with John Roberts. Both are from the TV show Bob's Burgers. As it says in the episode description, if voicing a character on a hit animated sitcom is your idea of a dream job, let this deep dive into both voiceover and comedy be your guide. Eugene Merman and John Roberts, both voice actors on Fox's Emmy Award winner Bob's Burgers, join us to map out how they broke into the biz and offer advice for those looking to do the same. Their paths were different, but their advice is the same. Create and test out the material that best showcases your talent. Lauren Bouchard's animated family comedy Bob's Burgers has run for ten delightful seasons, featuring Eugene as son Gene Belcher and John as matriarch Linda Belcher. Eugene is also known for his work on Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Flight of the Concords, and Delocated. And for the alternative stand-up comedy, he has helped turn into a movement. John, a musician as well as theater and commercial actor, made a name for himself writing and performing in popular web sketches. This clip features audio from the John Roberts portion of the interview. I did, of course, listen to the entire episode as I do with every soundcast I sample, and I recommend you do the same.
3: Hey! It's Linda! Wow, rejoining us is Linda! All right! (laughs) I have some tricks up my sleeve here in my home studio. Well, I, I actually was going to ask, so how does the home studio work? How, we actually are interested in any advice you have for voiceover actors or yeah. people who are brand new to voiceover. Like what, what goes into creating a voiceover studio right there in your home? Well, I've always had uh, music equipment and um, mm-hmm. um, logic samplers, that kind of thing. And um, I have the Apollo twin, which is an audio interface and uh, it, it hooks up right up to your Logic. And it's a really great interface that you can use. You can hook a mic right into it. You could, it hooks right up to your laptop. Or they have smaller other ones that are, you know, maybe less expensive. Um, there's an uh, Apogee, I think. Apogee? <laughs> That's mm-hmm. the brand. It's a, another microphone that will hook right into your, your laptop. And you can have the same effect of microphone and headphones. Mm-hmm. Um, that usually works with GarageBand and uh, I think I, in terms of me getting into voiceovers, because I wasn't really, uh, I didn't have like a big voiceover agent and I just kind of stumbled into right. it w- through my characters on YouTube and uh, my live shows that I created a lot of voices and characters mm-hmm. um, and developed that way. So um, there's a lot of ways you could go, you know, about coming up with dialects or characters and um hmm. you know there's it's really what, how you're comfortable doing it you know and how you're comfortable yeah. l- learning or expressing yourself and you know i i'd say there's tiktok now um yeah. you have really cool ways to put yourself out there and be original try to do something outside of the box and um, most agents will listen to um, someone that has a lot of hits or get, getting a lot of attention. It's a good mm. way to get into the door, um, which is how I kind of got in through mm-hmm. the YouTube videos. And um, and it was a great way to be cast. Right. Lauren is very smart to write for the people that he's cast. So it's kind of, it's a great way to write a show based on characters and and people that you know could play the characters and you could see them in your head when you're writing it Mm. so that really worked for you know me getting cast in this um because that's not everyone does that but i think more people are starting to do that it makes more sense than to just write someone that you're not specifically writing for and And then audition um, a bunch of people yeah 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 or you know write for a type of a person, you know, Mm right. Specific, right. Specifically for someone, I think is a smarter thing to do. Auditions. You know, I'm, I'm not really great at auditioning. I don't, I don't really audition (laughs) very much. And I don't, I don't have an agent right now. I don't have, um, a manager. Mm -hmm. Um, i am just really doing bobs and making my own connections, which has really worked for me, um, in terms of pitching shows and doing that kind of thing. I think people, you, you find that usually you're the one that's going to make the connections. Your your agents aren't really going to do that very much. I mean, maybe I've just had some bad mm. agents, but a lot of people do rely on your personal connections and, you know, you always have to have that be a part of it um, mm-hmm. to make things happen. I think like the best stuff happens through your personal relationships and the agents and sure. managers are there to, to kind of take it from, you know, there and go. But, um, it's at the end of the day, I think Bob's puts me in a unique position too. So I'm lucky in that Mm -hmm. sense where I can afford to do that in a sense, but I've never been a fan of auditioning, um, even when I was just struggling and, you know, always more about making my own product or doing my own thing and putting it out there. So Um, not, you know, not that I haven't auditioned and I've had some good ones. I've had some really bad ones, um, (laughs) but, uh, it's not my favorite thing to do. Right. Would you say auditioning is a skill? It's definitely a skill and, and commercial auditioning is especially a skill. It's, they're two different beasts. I would say take a class, Um, there's some great ones that, you know, for auditioning for commercials and I, you know, I always had such low self-esteem after leaving commercial auditions and really just like, yeah, really. Cause you're up the night before and you're, you know, learning these weird lines and then you don't even, you know, it's just, I'm very bad at knowing where to look. And there's so many technical (laughs) things that you have to do in commercials. And I always just felt like a mess. Um, like how am I going to sell anything? So, but I think I booked one, one or two commercials (laughs) (laughs) and they pay so well that obviously you want to book a commercial. So. Gotcha. It was worth the investment in, in the class and in the endless auditions. Yeah. It's everything's a learning process. You're not, you know, they're, they're, you know, saying they're going to pay you a lot of money to do stuff, um, in acting They're They're so, it's so hard to make money. And, you know, so of course, Hmm. you know, but at, at some point you have to decide if you're really cut out for it, you know? I think I'm way better for theater and live stuff. Gotcha. And wow. uh, it's taken me a long time to kind of figure that out.
1: So you can find John Roberts on Twitter at John Roberts Fun. That's capital J O H N, capital R O B E R T S, capital F U N. Eugene Merman is at capital E U G E N E, capital M I R M A N. And you can find host Jack Smart's Twitter handle at capital J A C K, capital S M A R T, capital. W R I T E S that is Jack Smart writes. The show is on Twitter at in the envelope that is I N T H E E N V E L O P E and backstage is B A C K S T A G E. And here we are together again at the end of the episode. I do hope you found something enjoyable in tonight's offering. Next week, Mark Hershon will be at the helm of Epi 237, and I'm hoping you will come back to us then, and the following week, where I will presumably be hosting episode 238. Sometimes I don't really know what to say at the end of these. I want to wish you all a happy week, or as happy as you can make it. Mental health is important. I'm still in production of my coming soundcast, Happiness, or something like it, and my plan is to have it released before my next episode of Sakata Shut-In, but, as I often say, life happens, so I'm not going to beat myself up too much if that doesn't work out. I'll let you know when it comes out on my Twitter, which is at REVT23. It will most likely be on my personal SoundCloud, which you can find a link to, at www.tysonsaner.com or by going to SoundCloud and typing Tyson Sainer, which by the way is T-Y-S-O-N-S-A-N-E-R into the search. You can also find links to my YouTube channel and my wife's YouTube channel there, and we'd appreciate it if you'd drop by and give our content a look. There's a whole archive to be perused. As far as shut Shutting goes, we'd really appreciate it if you could take a moment to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or wherever other folks might read it. You'll be doing us a big favor if you do. Showing us is one of many ways you can show us you care. It's also what we mean when we implore you to please pass the Sakatash.
0: You've been listening to Suckatash Shut In, the Soundcast Stimulus Package, with your host, Tyson Saner, brought to you by Henderson's Pants, TrumpPoetry.com. and imagine your company's name right here. Find us on the web at SuckatashShow.com, on iTunes, on Stitcher, on iHeartRadio, on YouTube, on SoundCloud, on the <laughs> laughable app, and tattooed on your mother's rear end. You can hear us streaming and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Suckatash Show. Email us at T-Y-S-O-N at SuckatashShow.com. Or call into the Suckatash Skype line at our toll call number 818-921-7212. That number again is 818-921-7212. You can also upload clips from your favorite comedy soundcast directly to us using our direct upload link at Hightail.com U slash Suckatash. Production of Suckatash is overseen by Joe Paulino through the auspices of Studio P. Sausalito, the home of the hit. Our hosts are Mark Hershon and Tyson Sainer. Our musical director is Scott Carvey. Our booth assistant is still Kenny Durgis. And until next time, I'm your loyal booth announcer, Bill Haywatt, reminding you to please wash your hands and pass the Suckatash.
4: Goodbye.